Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 72. Yes. 72, I am B. 72, and I am Chick. And I am Chris. And we have a couple of special guests. Yes, and we are excited today. I am Mike. And I I am Christian (laughs) Han. That swivels, so you guys know. Yeah, you can swivel. You guys are sharing a mic. Yeah, we have a couple of guests on. Uh, The Comedy Zest Boys. Are you guys now? You guys are a, a team almost, like like. We are, we are. Yeah. It's uh, I I started it, and then you know I'm with this kid all the time, and uh, <laughs> when when you do shit alone, you you, you need you know, yeah. like you you and Labrizi and and Nikki, like yeah. you guys, you know, there's only so much I can do, so it's it's mm-hmm. nice to have a creative, you know. It's good to throw some of the weight yeah, on somebody else. Spitball right. ideas, dude, though, you know, right? I work full time. I'm sure you do yep, as I well. Do. And yep. and it's tough to balance everything. It is. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you guys got a great thing going. You guys have a lot. You produce a lot of shows. I'm trying to just crank them out. It's really it's me just trying to get as much stage time as I possibly can. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, he's kind of crazy. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he produces a lot, but yeah, I mean, he commands the ship. But yeah. you know, you know, I'm second in command uh, on the comedies. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys work together well. He helps me with a lot. Like, yo, he'll help me with shows, but like, he'll help me with like my bits. I was yeah. gonna say we, it's good to spitball sketch- ideas off each other. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. we write, dude. We wrote sketches. Yeah. They're on my page, hit page. He's mingle with Christian. On Instagram, I'm Mike Nicolia Comedy. Hey, we didn't say you can promote yourselves. On oh, right. sorry. I thought that was um, the... Uh... No, of course. <laughs> How did you come up with Comedy Zest? I'm curious about that, the name. I really... I don't know. I like I just, it. Uh, I like it too, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I was bored, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? What do I name the show? And I really wanted a word that had, like, flavor yeah. and energy. Okay. So I was like, mm, Zest. Zest. And that's I was like, word. that's it. There you go. Yeah. I like it. No, I was yeah. going to say, it is kind of catchy. You know, comedy zest. No, it is I like good. It. it is good. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. So it's kind of, get, and this is like your zest. wonder landfill, and it's just you guys produce which nobody understands. Comedy shows. I like that. that. I give him a hard time on it a lot because that is what so comedy many, is, though. So it's many, like, yeah. It's but, so. I'm sorry. No, no. It's so like uh, like comedy itself is so like uh, you see it as like uh, so like wishful and like it's yeah. what your dreams are and then you realize it's just all garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what I've learned from just knowing B and his uh, you know that trials and tribulations. No, but you, you, through your your whole comedy career, yeah, you don't make money for the most part unless you blow up. So you're really doing it as more of like a passion right. and it takes like a ton of time yeah. and commitment and like doing it literally for shows of like like there's not many listeners at like open mics and stuff. Right. Yeah. So like well, it, to me it, I, I had a new respect for all comedians the open in that, mic, in that the regard. The open mics are difficult uh and mm-hmm. and but yeah, producing the shows is fun. That's where I, I that's what I I like the producing of the shows now like what right. you guys are doing. I that you can make some money, you know. Yeah. Maybe think, a little bit and then uh yeah. you get better audiences as right. far as the, right. I I noticed. And I think the whole thing with like putting my best foot forward with producing is i think i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like i'm so tired of going to open mics mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of why you do it, right? I need more stage time, and I need quality stage time. Yeah. yeah. And the only person that will give it to me, because God forbid any comedy club or venue wants to book me. <laughs> some do, but most of the time they don't. I know. I'm going to book myself every time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there's tons of you. Like, comics. There's tons yeah. of you. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's like a, it's like a competitive... There's so many. Yeah. There's so many of us. And... I mean, yeah, you have to create your own stage time at the end of the day. That's 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 basically what it is. Otherwise, somebody else is doing it. You, right. you, you know, you you book your friends. You do it's that's the best way to do it. As far a, as I, a lot of times, yeah, it's like people produce that a sense of survival. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it just it just happens because it's so saturated that you know, and you, like sometimes leading to clubs really don't put that good of shows. Oh, they no, don't. So no, there no. is there is like a business opportunity if you could put together a good show. And then when you do comedy long enough, and then you start you see you're on you start getting booked by other people, yeah. and then you realize it's like okay, I can produce this show mm. much better. Yeah, than this human being. It's it like gives, why would you have that person host? Yeah, it's like another yeah. competitive edge you get over it. Yeah, like, you know you're another, able to host and. You know, it's another creative side to it because it's it's an art form itself putting together a lineup and it is yeah. and how the room is set up and yeah. you know you got to make sure you know all your even if like the sound systems off <laughs> yeah if, you're, if you have feedback your whole show is shot yeah it's completely shot because so, everybody you know, sound that's like the main thing is to sound clear right or I mean other than be funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want to you want to be funny, but you want the sound you, you want yeah. to sound good, yeah. yeah, and you want to prove to your family that you can do it. It's yeah. like, look, it's look at this awesome show I'm putting on. You know what I mean? Like, Hell that, yeah. That's a great feeling. Yep. Brent, Brendan, you have a bit about working for your fan biz. And yes, I, I also work for my fan biz. So it's like showing my fam. It's like, hey, I can do this. Yeah. And I'll show you every step of the way, exactly. baby. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to show my family what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're on a very successful podcast. Yeah, this is it. I've been meaning to ask you, how's how's the David Goggins going for you? Oh. Last time I was on the <laughs> oh, show, you were oh, you forgot great. about it. Oh, that's, you, probably, you're, that's hysterical. That's because I remember that. I thought you were turning your life around. You were you reading know, his book, and you're like, you're like, you're like this. You're like, yeah, and everybody looks at the is pajama he, is, bed is somewhere. Is he still like fax machines? Yeah, like? I'm still doing that. Yeah. Not a whole lot's changed since that, other than I'm not even pushing the Goggins. So yeah. <laughs> he bought a couple of Goggins t-shirts that he wears. Yeah, I wear a lot of Goggins t-shirts, and I still respect the guy the and follow his it's Instagram. But I don't really follow his lifestyle so much as as much as I w- wanted to. I started smoking easy. cigarettes again. <laughs> Uh huh. What happened? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you were because you were like into it. Like last time I was well, on the show. Well, you don't know me as well as they do, and that happens. I'm all in, and then I'm all out. Like I'm like a man of uh, just I go through phases. Yeah. Can I can I say a word? Yes, please. It's something I have too. Yes. Hyper focus. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's, you get. That's it. Yeah. You're like overly into it all about it and then you like burn yourself out and it's like i'm a lazy piece of shit <laughs> that hyper focus is something that you're i've never like heard that, that term in no mind. i gotta st- now i gotta look into of it adhd yeah. i definitely have that of which i have okay i never <laughs> gotten tested for adhd but i definitely have it well they attach wires to your head and then they just say it so i really don't know if it's legit <laughs> but i know a lot of people have it <laughs> They, they like they look at a piece of paper. They're like, uh, and they walk into the room. They're like, uh, yeah, you do. All right, yeah. have a good day. Looks like <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's why I never believe half the things they tell like kids and stuff they have. They just they make it up. Like, yeah, but in your case, but I don't think I have something. This is oh, a you lot have of something. Yeah. 
Well, I did find out I have sleep apnea. Yeah, I want to get into this. So you put out an Instagram post (laughs) of you all hooked up to wires. Did you like how I use the adult babies? Yeah, instead of mine. I'd I'd rather you use that for this. That's what I thought. That's what I thought you'd appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Chick was he did a sleep apnea test, (laughs) and and he just you look. I don't know what I. He probably didn't even like need bane. to do the test. Yeah, that's like, what that's it was. He looks like the, the worst, <laughs> the most pathetic bane I've ever seen in my entire life. Low budget bane. Low, low budget fucking fat bane. And I, uh, yeah. So as I was telling you guys, I sleep like a fucking animal. I, I snore loud. I wake up choking. Like I, I, I have the, I'm the worst sleeper. Yeah, and you, you're like that during the day too. And well, like, man, <laughs> fuck you. I do make a lot of noises. Just from breathing. Yeah. <laughs> More than a normal noises. person. There's a lot should. of noises coming out. Um, so I've been meaning to get this test. And I go to a sleep doctor. <clears throat> I find is. out, like I told you last time, my lungs are good. But I had to go get an actual test, which you can't believe my lungs are fairly good. And I have, I go into Southside Hospital at 9 o'clock at night to go in for my sleep study. This is two weeks ago now? Uh, yeah, it's about two weeks ago. And I know I'm going to be hooked up, but I don't really know how bad it's going to be, how uncomfortable. And the guy comes in and they basically gel your head with like this like (laughs) sticky. But I mean everywhere, all over my face, my head, my chest, my back. So how do you sleep? That's yeah, Yeah. I'm getting to it. It's not easy. How is that an accurate Test. Well, uh, yeah, no, this I'll explain. Natural. I'll explain. I'll explain. Nice and comfortable. So they Are you do- having small talk with this guy? You like that? Yeah, we were. You know what's funny? We had the news on yeah. in the background because like there's a TV in your room, and it was just the most depressing news. It was like one thing after another. Okay. Like school shootings, everything going yeah. on that week, and, you get and we were just jealous. like, "Wow, this world's really going down the tubes." <laughs> <laughs> that was the small talk. Yeah. Like it wasn't anything positive. Yeah. And um, <laughs> nothing. All right, now go to sleep. There's, there's nothing positive in that. Hopefully, the world doesn't end while you're sleeping. Oh, just a bunch of kids died. But that's how yeah. was your day? <laughs> yeah, put more gel on my bald head. Well, yeah, Things and he even told me he's like, "Oh, I'm so happy you have no hair." I'm like, Cause I'm guess, not, but yeah. thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. But it makes apparently people with full sets oh, of yeah. hair. It's not easy to do this test. So it's oh, nice that I was rough, bald, man. and um. So now he starts putting the wires. It took me about 15 minutes to get set up. Like, that's how many wires. And just to go to bed. Just to go to bed. So they put them all over your head. They put it all over your cheeks, my chest, my back, up to my legs. And then they attach it all to, like, a machine that's on, like, a, uh, you know, table, a nightstand next to the bed. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right. Get in bed. If you have to go to the bathroom, you have to call one of us in because we have to detach you. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to the bathroom if I have to undo all this and then redo it. And they were basically like, no, they just unhook you from like the machine and you got to carry your wires over your your shoulder to go to the bathroom. But now I'm in bed and I'm laying down. They got one of those things over my, you know, that clamps onto your finger. And it's like, you have now figured by now it's like 9, 30, 10. And it's like you have until 3 in the morning. We're going to come back in. It's called a split study. Now, what they do is if you can't get two hours of sleep and readings on your test for the first half, you can't get the machine. Like you don't qualify for it. So Which even, again, if, like, so like, even if I have sleep apnea, but they need to be able, like for insurance purposes, I'm assuming, 
They need to prove that you have it. They need to get some reading. They need to get before. a reading that says, yes, he has sleep apnea. Yeah. He stops breathing this amount of time before, I guess, insurance will pay for the machine. Can I ask a quick question? Right, last time you said you were going to be completely honest with the doctors and you and you were going to tell them, listen, doc, I need to smoke a blunt before I go to bed. Was that something that you did? I didn't have to because I just got extremely high. Okay, so the night before, <laughs> so the night before I didn't go to bed to like... I guess six that morning. Okay. And I woke up at like 11. So I had a few hours, but again, it's not a good sleep. And it was just a couple hours. My whole plan was to just be exhausted all day Saturday. So when I got to the sleep study, I didn't have trouble falling asleep. But I was nervous that if I got super duper high right before the test, it would affect the results. So I planned. I got high all day. (laughs) Into early night and then gave myself like an hour or two before... I actually went in for the test that I didn't smoke. Okay. Don't know if it has anything yeah, to do I with it. I mean, it was just all in my head. But I was exhausted. So I was ready to sleep when I got in there. But now you have all these wires. You can't, like, sleep on your side. You can't really move. So you're really sleeping on your back with all this shit on you, just praying that, like, I fall asleep. Because then, if I don't do it, I have to schedule a whole other test oh, God, and do yeah. it again. Because we know I have it. It's just a matter of getting it on paper. So, like, if we come in at 3 in the morning and, you know, we have the machine, that means you passed. You put the machine on for the rest of the sleep study. You wake up at 6. You go home, and then we'll send the machine to your house. So The sleep apnea machine? This The actual like the whole... the CPAP machine. Yeah, Ooh. man. So, uh, Forrest Gump's on. I finally get the remote. Like, you know, you I'm like trying Forrest to, Gump. like, I feel like a weird. I'm, like, trying to move it just to get the TV going. I put Forrest Gump on. Great movie. I know it well. Which That helps me fall asleep. Because I could close my eyes and listen, and eventually I'll just fall asleep for whatever reason. It's usually I watch Pulp Fiction, but far as Gumpel. Usually I watch Lieutenant Dan ice cream. (laughs) Ice cream. That's what I'm saying. Like I could quote the whole movie. It was great. I passed. Oh, it goes. Do you fall asleep at the gimp part of Pulp Fiction? Oh wait, this it's coming. Okay, then now I can close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just sweet dreams music. <laughs> I gotta save Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> so um, usually, Pulp Fiction, I barely make it through when they, they the, the beginning scenes. Like I usually, I'm usually listening to them in the car when they're talking about uh, his trip. He watches TV in the car, by the way, too. Like sometimes, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We have to catch. You can't just say that and expect people to know how you live your life. And you drive 100. percent No, he's no, no. no. He just parks in the driveway and and watches. As you see, I live with my parents. I can't smoke in the house. So in the summer, I smoke back here. All right. In the winter, it's fucking freezing out. Right. I'll park my car in the driveway and I'll watch, put my my iPad on, and I'll get high and watch it. This year, I'm going to try not to do that. I haven't, you know, but... Well, now you have the so, mask. Can so. I ask you about the car show in front of your house? My neighbor yeah. does work on cars, and he's got about 40,000 cars. That yeah, are on the, I was yeah, like, it looks a, like a car every show. Every time you come in this court, it's packed. We're the most <laughs> yeah. packed court in Long Island. I, I just, I parked, like, next to your neighbors. Like, it was one of his... Like, I, like, <laughs> I was he like, probably I, won't even know. He thinks it's next. Yeah, you I might come with an oil change when you're right. done. <laughs> I was like, "There's a lot of cars on this." Oh block. no, dude, there's way too many cars. I was like, "How many people are on this podcast?" There's, there's, there's parking, <laughs> we got a lot. We got there's a lot. parking wars, and you know, there's there's issues. This is gotta keep it real out. Fights be, out there. Well, there's there's been a couple. Yeah. Over like spots and so a lot tell of, us one story. Yeah, I believe tell that. us like the main, the main one. I'm sure you guys started. You guys, no. We're not that we the guy. Okay, one <laughs> one of my favorite stories 
was watching my two neighbors, the one right to the left of me and the one to the left of him. Now, the one to the left of him, everybody on the block hates him at one point or another. Everybody in this court has gotten into an altercation with him, okay. including myself. Yes. I like love that. It. I love <laughs> that. Everybody has. Yeah. So now they're out there snow doing like snow blowing. And with all the cars, sometimes it's hard to where you're putting the snow. Like when you're blowing. You know, oh, you you're blowing make a play. snow into other people's yards or other people's. Uh... Well, if you're blowing it. Yeah, you might be blowing it in front of their driveway. Okay. All, I don't know how it started, but I saw the two of them just snow blowing each other. Like taking the snow and like oh, blowing the two it. neighbors, the two neighbors just <laughs> it was like some shit out of a movie or like one of those commercials where the neighbors are fighting where they're like, you know, he's blowing snow on him and now he's blowing yeah. it on him. I've never heard snow blowing each other. It's like a 69 <laughs> snow blow. <laughs> did anyone else picture 69? Because I kind of did. <laughs> Snowy 69. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it gets real out here. I'm blowing him. These neighbors hate each other, but they're blowing themselves. There's been been somebody who's spitting one of the neighbors' faces. There's been there's been a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah, that's real. I've seen that happen at a bar. Like that is real. That's that's worse than a punch. It really. I was just gonna say, I'd almost rather somebody punch me than spit on me. Of course you would, because like you know, it's I don't know. You know, I was I was walking down uh, McDougal Street. One, you know, by the by the comedy cellar one yeah. night. So I'm I'm walking by and I'm looking at my phone, and some guy goes to spit, and he spit right in my face. Oh, like totally oh, did on accident. It. Did you kick his ass? Did, no, no. I don't think booked, ass. Brendan booked him the next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that guy's name is you're, Nick Labrisi. You're, you're, you're a physical comedian, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you really like act outs. Yeah. Hey, that guy just had the worst set. <laughs> it was so, it was so embarrassing because I'm like, oh, it's okay, and it's I have okay. a beard, so it's in my beard. Oh. And, and then that's what makes it worse for you is because you can't just like brush it off. It's no, in it, was, there. it was in there. You smell it. Yeah, and it did. And then to make oh. it worse, like I get nervous in those situations because I don't know how to act. Now I like, gotta I'm fight not, him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not somebody to fight. So I like pretended I was on the phone. I'm like, oh, it's okay, and I like. I took my phone and I was like, uh, "Hello, have you ever?" I pretend to be on my phone a lot. It's, I'm just, Do you guys lot, know how socially awkward he is? I don't know if I, if I fake phone calls. Yeah, I fake phone calls just to get out of it. No, I, I mean everybody fakes on their phone. I usually when I'm taking a picture of somebody, I'm faking doing something uh, on it, and I'm really taking a picture. I like the headphones with no music playing move. Yeah, that that That's I a good did. move. Well, for, when there's nothing playing, but you just act like you don't hear yeah, somebody. Yeah. Nothing bothers me more than when I have mother effing headphones in. And someone on the train platform says, "Is this the one to the city?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. I can't. yeah. <laughs> it's, only, yeah. it's only going one way. Well, I mean, it goes east too, but like, yeah, this, okay, most fair of enough. the time, we're going west, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. I I feel like when anybody like ever asks you for directions involving a train, I feel like it's either really way too general. Or it's way too specific. Wait, yeah. Yeah. It's either like, hey, where's Man- how do I get to Manhattan? Or <laughs> or they'll like do like a really specific restaurant. Is this the way to Delmonico's? This- <laughs> but yeah. nothing where it's like a street number or like even close. Yeah. Even a section of of the borough. I don't for a second act like I know where I'm going. When if, if anybody asks me directions, I I check out. I'm like, I, I don't know where to go. I Even never, if he I knows, usually, yeah. he'd rather tell them he doesn't know than give them the directions and have to explain it. Also, why are you asking it. for directions? We all have maps in our pocket. 
Like, that's what bothers me <laughs> too. Like if you have a phone and you can't figure out where to get, as long as you have an address, you're retarded. So my dad is an old school Italian, and he just assumes that no one has Waze or Google Maps. <laughs> yes. Take the 135 south, hop on the southern oh, state, yeah. take the pine lawn, pine lawn. Go down, make a right, by the 7-Eleven, make a left. Every direction he gives you if, is... <laughs> you literally, if you hit the Chick-fil-A, you've gone too far. I don't think there's any Chick-fil-A in that They're direction. They're opening one up now. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you nice. a Chick-fil-A guy? I've never had, but I've heard nothing but good things. I feel like everything on 110 is like a successful business. It's all successful you think business. So? I feel like it is such a successful throughway. A lot of change. <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah, of change. Yeah. Okay, that yeah, I'll get. So 110 change. and 231 is like the, the all like everything you've ever wanted in yep. your fat ass <laughs> life yeah. is on that strip. Every late night TV commercial. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like the Vegas strip for guys that look like chick. <laughs> Just nonstop fun and But I prefer Hempstead Turnpike. Oh yeah, I don't. What's on Hempstead Turnpike? Because I'm kind of close to it. It's closer and right. easier for me to hit. I it. used to live in West Hempstead. So oh, yeah. Hempstead You're Turnpike to me is like Hempstead Turnpike. But you had that one. There's in West near West Hempstead. I think it's in Elmont actually. What the 24 hour deli that is actually very good. Um, A and S, Cherry no. Valley. Cherry, Cherry Valley. Yes, that's which what they've I was expanded to, now. They're in Long yeah. Beach. They're uh, oh, wow. yeah. That's the they're one I was que- thinking yeah, Queens, of. Yeah. Are they? They're in Queens. They're in like White Stone. I've never been to that one, but like, yo, I went to Adelphi. So like, A and S and Cherry Valley was my jail. Are there spot. any A and S's by us? Is an A and S bagels on Hempstead Turnpike in uh, like Franklin Square? Ah, oh, that's a little too See, far. I don't know if far. I remember that, but yeah, I mean that's kind of far for us. But um, I the Levittown Taco Bell. On Hempstead Turnpike is the best All one right. fast food joint. It's very well lit. in the country. I would, that. I would put I it up against it the country. Belt. In the country. In the country. How many what taco is so bells good have you been to? I don't care about any other fast food place. I just know how well run it is. It's just I, they never mess up your order. I've seen lines around the block that go like that. It's just a clean, well run oil have, like, machine. Neon lights, right? Yeah, and yeah. It, and it's one of the newer like they. I like the newer Taco it. Bells better. Is, yeah. is it is it half Pizza Hut? No, Ooh, it's a straight Taco I Bell. I think that's the problem. Or where did they get rid of all the half Pizza Huts? Or were is Pizza Hut? Even there's a still thing a couple. Anymore? I think no, around. There's, there's definitely. I think the one on maybe one ten still has half Pizza, pizza Huts right? are just not around enough anymore. Nothing they, says fat, to, nothing says fatty. Like, can I get a crunch wrap <laughs> and a pepperoni? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant soda. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Or, no, my, a diet Coke. The large yeah, sodas in fast food places are just like. 32 ounces. Oh, God. It's you get a small. You put out a fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, I'm a soda drinker, and I can't even finish them. It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, you Christ. can finish. Yeah, come right, on, buddy. I can finish them, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we were talking it's about It's not st- as easy. Right. We were talking about stuff that bothers us. What recently <clears throat> has bothered me, I, I work in construction, so I, I, I deal with a lot of people that speak Spanish, which is cool. They're nice people. I don't like when they and people that also speak English say this. You're on the phone with them, and they go, hey, Listen, oh yeah, and then they say it's like I'm already yeah, listening. I'm already listening. <laughs> Listen, like, it's really been bothering me lately. <laughs> I've actually just hung up. And I actually way, hung up on one guy. If was, I wasn't listening, if I was drowning you out, you saying listen is not, not going to snap me back <laughs> into the conversation. Not helping the situation, right? Well, when you deal with oh, customers I on the phone, tried that you, yet. yeah, <laughs> you you let the customer do most of the talking. At least in my profession, that's what I do. No, you listen, right? You listen to the customer. I yeah. can't listen. Yeah. listen. I the other day I went click, 
<laughs> you are gone. Good for you. Oh, we got disconnected. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's excellent. Good for you. How's you that know, construction life? Are you out on the field? No, I work in a dispatch office and I dispatch concrete trucks. It's oh. a lot of fun. You like Italians? It? It's uh, it's Italian. It sounds uh, like such a bury a lot of bodies. It sounds, sounds yeah. like such a connected no. business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, do we have to watch what we say around here? No, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If I could describe it, it's six days a week of uh, consistently hanging up. And you, I feel like to have this job, you actually have to have ADHD because yeah. there's so many different details to pay attention to. All right. Yeah. That you have but, to switch it up. You yeah. Go to yeah. Pay attention to different things. Yeah. It's, uh, right. it's a lot on the phone. Comedy's like uh, where I blow off my steam. And that's uh, uh, we definitely, I definitely want it because I don't, I've heard Christians, I've seen Christian. I don't know if I've has he done any of your shows? Of course, yeah. Uh I did, I've only I, been I, I, did a guest spot, I did a guest spot at, at the QED. Yeah. That was See, then I haven't done These I guys don't like to go uh, uh, <laughs> further than Nassau County. <laughs> right. So well to... even my friends that live in I'm the, the city. Worst. My yeah. friends that live in the city, I'm like they're like, Where's your show? I'm like, Oh, blah blah blah. Well they're like, Oh, well, your show's not at my doorstep, so yeah, I just can't go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true, though. There's two it's not... transfers. I don't think I'll make that yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Six blocks away. I'm out. Oh, you have to pay? Oh, no. I'm good. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants a free show. But you know what? I did a free show at Bowery, which is an awesome place. To... That is a great That is a great place. I How was see... that show? That... It went very well. And, uh, you know, when you're on the Lower East Side, uh, the decision to DM bigger comedians yep. uh, is well worth it when you make that decision. You know, I I had uh, I had Joe Mackey on there, hilarious, and it was yeah. cool to just like be in the same room as like you know the key players, the main players mm-hmm. in New York City. It's so like wait, it, when you said DM, you actually just DM big comics to see if, and they answer, and, and some of them answer, some of them don't, some of them do. I'm all about it. Just reach out. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Yeah. Right. It was actually the what I made wish me, B yeah. would take some notes from you. No, I reach that's out. wrong because what yeah. I was about to say. Was hey, what are you I about? got a little more brave when I saw that Brendan booked Tim Dillon. Yeah. And, and then Tim Dillon was... Tim Dillon canceled on me. Right. But at least... <laughs> Is that the did, episode you listened he, to? But he did show up for an, uh, the QED show. Wait, were you at that one? I wasn't at that oh. specific one, but I, I, I saw the picture of him yeah. over there. But uh, <laughs> No, but he... <laughs> Brendan made me realize, like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, kind of what I'm doing it for. Yeah. It's like, damn, like, if I want to I play with the big boys, like, you I got to make it happen. You got to reach out. And when you book someone that, you know, does it full time as a career, you know, you there's a little thought in your mind. It's like, wow, maybe I can do this, you know? Yeah. yeah. It I, makes you realize they're just And you never know. All this, we're all on the same page. And they're it's kind of depressing cuz they're it's like, oh, I'll be just waiting for spots my entire life. I'll just be waiting. You never you, know which guy may like you and that's help you out, or you know what I mean. I'm not I saying it's these possible. Worms, by the way, no, oh, they're, 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 they're for the table. They're uh-huh. just I, you, you they're never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you never no, know. You got to reach out for these guys. Uh, there, everybody wants to do a spot, especially if you're in Manhattan. It's easy. It's that's great. Joe Mackey is really funny too. How do you do? Joe Mackey did great. He actually tried a, a few new ones. Which hey, whatever. It's a free show. Do it, man. I'm reading between the lines. He didn't do that great. Is that what you're telling me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I would never say that on broadcast. Nah, he no, did, I'm just nah, he, did <laughs> he ha- one of his bits. I love one of his bits. He goes, uh, "I didn't think Google would uh, uh, break any privacy uh, 
I'm saying it all wrong. I don't think Google would, would uh, you know, breach anyone's privacy up until they took a picture of everyone's house and put it on the internet forever. <laughs> That's great. He's, no, he, no, his he's, writing is really brilliant. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious. I, uh, that room is that that's a great room too um because it just it's one of those it's it's like a tight room right. so you get a few people in there and it's 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 a good room I, I and my buddy do music before the show so it's like it was 75% like his people oh that's like cool so what he he did he, he like what does he do my buddy plays guitar and uh another one of my buddies that I went to high school with plays uh keyboard oh nice so they got one of their bass buddies and they they were kicking it Ah, oh, that's awesome. So it was cool to mix up cool. music and comedy. That is cool. Have you I done like that, that, Brendan? No, I I, right. I thought about. I did try. You're such an Orthodox. Should do it. Yeah. You're an Orthodox comic. Where it's no, like, no, comedy I'm, is comedy, baby. You know what? I I for, I want to do a show like a, like a show that's just out there and get like different stuff involved. Right. But then I'm like, is that gonna like hurt the comedy or you know? I feel like a I don't variety think it, I think it would help. Cool. It's a good yeah. way to get people to listen to the comedy. That's true. Yeah. You get somebody who's into music and then they have to listen to some comedy. It might be like, oh, that was funny. You know, it's the best part about music. They they if you put them up first, they take the bullet, and by that's that true. is. You could, yeah. you can because when you do music, they don't really need an intent audience. <laughs> but once you fill the room and everybody's sitting down and the music's already playing and already, and then they yeah. play a hit that everybody knows, and then you got everybody they can take the hit where like then your host goes up and he doesn't really. I mean, your host is still gonna have a colder set. Yeah, but he doesn't have to worry about people filing in. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. And they're already sort of paying attention. They know. All right, we're gonna look at this way. Yeah, Which the first it's it's always a, that first couple people they're always just trying to figure, if, especially if it's somebody that doesn't go to a lot of comedy shows. Yeah, some of these people just don't pay attention to the first two. I, they got to settle in. Yeah. They got to settle in, and then once the music's playing and that's, they're sitting yeah, that's down, a good, that's a good point. They they all of a sudden they're like they know it's a show, and then also the band can introduce the host, which yeah. helps because that then the host doesn't have to go up to nothing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So there's a few things that kind of helps. With all right. I will say my buddy, like not that he's my best friend since high school, and not to like toot his horn, but like my he's they're really good. He's really good. So that like, helps too. If they're kicking it, really helps. and those vibes are going, and then they bring up the host. I hosted that night. Like, yeah. dude, that was a hot crowd. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's right. like a different crowd. I feel like it just spice it up a little bit. It's not like zest. a typical. Right. Yeah, a little zest on that. Well, I, mean, I could be wrong, but yeah. you know, that's no, my no, dude, right there. No, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I also liked how we this all sprung off of Forrest Gump. What? What? You were this, telling the my root story. Of this conversation. The root of this conversation. Oh. I was mid-story. I mentioned Forrest Gump, and then we went off on that tangent. Yeah, it, because your story was boring, so we had to switch. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, I don't even care. No, I just think it's funny how things, you know. I it liked is. The, I thought it was funny. funny. And that then is. Pulp Fiction, and and then that was long story short. Yeah. We don't care that you have sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one gives a shit. Exactly. No one gives a shit that you snore and it wakes we, yourself we up. Were, <laughs> we were really just waiting for that story to end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were looking for a way out. Yeah. That's that's good though. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm glad that you are doing well. I, I, is there anything else you want to talk about your? No, I'm done with the story. I'm not going back to it now. Bre- Brendan, yeah, you're you're wifed up, right? No. Are you not dating anyone? I'm not, no, I did for a while, but <laughs> I've le- I've lost control of my life. I think it's uh, dude, it's de- you got definitely for me. I should ask you the same <laughs> shit, and I'm probably the last person you should be asking. But uh, no, nah, man, I I think 
my point was right now, it's tough to do comedy and produce podcasts um, when you're wifed up. Yes. Because it's totally another thing. Like, first of all, if I, if I have a wife, I want her to be hot. Mm-hmm. And a hot wife is not going to be into open mics. No. Podcasts. Have you ever brought Have you brought a, a woman to an open mic, by the way? Did I? Either of you guys? I brought this girl that I met on Hinge. I brought her to a show. And the show went so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> I got oh, there. So my <laughs> it was at this place that used to be a movie theater. That's when you know. Is it on Long Island? It's on Long Island. I'm oh, not gonna. I, I'm not <laughs> gonna say because it. it's really funny, but yeah. it was just poorly done. And uh, it used to be a movie theater. I'm with Travis Grant. Yep. And we get. It's like we thought we were in like the main theater, yeah. and I'm like, this is the coolest gig ever. And then they're like, nah, we got a little room. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, huh? And it's like a little movie theater. And we're like, all right, you know, whatever. I think it was like 25, 30 seats, right. whatever. No one's in the room. And then I go, Yikes. where is the microphone? Oh, no. A microphone in stand-up is just as important as a microphone in a podcast. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck is this microphone? Oh, I thought you needed one? I'm like, you're joking. What? So I hunt down a microphone, I get a speaker, whatever. I get Travis. I'm like, Travis, you've been doing comedy a couple more years than me. Open this up. I can't do it. <laughs> and I go, plus, I'm with this girl. Like, just yeah. do it. Please help Travis me. Travis goes up, he survives. Yeah. <laughs> he makes it through. <laughs> I go up, I see in the the right hand corner, the girl that I forced there. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's by my side where I'm like, I gotta go get the microphone. So she's immediately like, what did I do? This guy picked me up. I can't even jump ship right now. How well did you know this girl? He said it was the first, first day. It was the first day. I'm sorry. I was because... Can I ask what you were thinking for the first day to do this? I don't, I don't like... That you thought yes. this was going to go sure. good? Yeah. I'm going to be really honest. Yes, please. This is going to be like the raw truth. That's what we want. We I, want the raw truth. I had I had been seeing another one. I was going on a date with this one to get over the other one because I got hung up on her for whatever stupid reason. Yeah, well, we all get hung up. Yep. I went to a therapist. This is where it gets real. All right. The therapist, I go, hey, I'm going to cancel on this girl. I have a gig. It's paid. I'm doing it. It's paid, but there's no effing microphone. (laughs) Um I'm doing it. That's why you're getting paid. Then. And uh, listen, comedy's first. This is always going to be first. I'm going to bail on her. And my therapist was like, that's dumb. He goes, switch the movie date to your gig date. Mm. He goes, bring her to the gig and take her to dinner after, have drinks, laugh. He goes, no matter how well or bad that gig goes, obviously he had wishful thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Notice he put laughing after the gig. Right. And he goes, whatever it is, take her for drinks after, go to her, have a good time, and enjoy your life a little bit, Michael. And so I did just that, and I just totally blew it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Now he has two girls who don't want to fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's brutal. That is, because I'm just thinking, like, 
you never know how those gigs are going to go, right? And it's not like you've been to this it's place such prior. a crapshoot. So I just feel like it's a ballsy move to take a girl it on is. a first date. But yeah. that's what I mean. I respect it, and God but bless you for trying. If you're willing to like like lose her, it's like it's, it, it's a it's a you know it's, it's a perfect it's, excuse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well it could, it's it's a home run because if you crush, right? If you crush. She's going to love you. The she's payoff gonna, is fantastic. Like, the payoff could be fantastic. <laughs> she's going to be like, she's going to be like, oh my God, like what? You know, and Who's then. this man? Yeah, like, he's so talented. <laughs> and like, he's so talented. And then it's, then if it, and then it's, if you don't do well, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. yeah. Biggest loser but, on yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> she won't even look you in the eye. When you bomb oh, on stage, have you had those sh- shows where people don't look you in the eye? Yeah. Oh, I, I've had them. I, I have friends where they they I stopped talking to them because I was so embarrassed. I was like, I'm sorry. Like those. Oh, it's worse. It's I, the worst. I did Mulcahy's Yo. in uh, in uh, was that Belmore? Yeah. Whatever? Wine dog. Uh, and it's like you know, it's about like 300 people there, and it's a fundraiser for uh, the Lions Club of Wontog. Which like Why the line? Yeah, did you say I heard the same thing. What I said? I thought that was a stroke. Wand- you you Wand- pronounced Wand- the G. It's yeah, it's a silent G. <laughs> I could say Wontog my entire. Maybe life. that's why the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here in Wontog. You know, I work with someone that says Yapank. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you called that. I was like, did he just say Wontog? When he said Wontog, I thought he was talking about a place and that was the name. I'm like, <laughs> that was Wontog. No one's ever corrected me. <laughs> Long no, Island man. is such a bad place to visit yeah. because you could totally roast people who can't pronounce the town. Yeah. Like Pachogi and Pachogi. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you grew up on Long Island. You didn't know uh, yeah, what? Yeah, but I'm I'm like, I live in Dick Hill, so I'm like a little oh, deeper into oh, Suffolk. Okay. Oh, you live <laughs> uh, 20 minutes north. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Our town is surrounded by a moat, so the poor people can't get in. <laughs> Uh, oh god so how <laughs> I, I call dicks hills fancy deer park <laughs> it is it's yeah. so true or oh, fancy my. wheatley heights whatever the way you look at it right? yeah it depends because it does border wheatley heights uh wheatley heights is a tough area yeah i i say that when i want to get black cred because <laughs> yeah. like wheatley, wheatley, Hi- heights. wheatley heights is technically wine dance and i'm yeah. like yeah i grew up next to wine dance like stop Come on. <laughs> oh, it's pretty much the same neighborhood <laughs> but uh Anyway, so I'm doing. I'm I've seen at, it all. I'm, Mul- I'm at Mulcahy's doing a, a fundraiser for the Lions Club, which which is just like a men's club. Yeah, for I don't even know what, what that is. What do they do? Actually, I, I've always seen. It's them. like a men's fraternity almost, <laughs> but it's like just the reason for guys to be in the club. All right. What I believe. Anyways, so it's a fundraiser, and, and some of the proceeds go to uh, like high school kids getting scholarships for college. And this is like I'm like nine months into comedy, and like this is like the biggest show I've ever done. Right. And, <laughs> and and and, and are then, you on that big stage? Like that it's a gigantic stage. stage, and you're like 45 feet in the air. On stage. Yeah, you're way <laughs> up. Yeah. Like the highest stage ever. So I go up, and the guy who produced the show, who's a nice guy, and he. Uh, he was, he was like, he's like, you got 15 minutes, right? Oh no! I'm nine months into comedy. Oh. Like I, I have three, you said I got a nice hard five. I got I, I don't even have five. I have, I have a solid I have, three. I have I have three jokes that work. So Can you describe the set, please. I really just want oh. to know. It's so I go up. So uh, the the comic that leads on before me, right? 
Uh, he's a younger guy. He's around my age, and yeah. uh, his whole act is about how he survived cancer. Oh, oh boy! Oh my god! It's all like right. follow it's, that. It's, it's 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 all about him having cancer. Was it funny and, or, or and was it just dr- like heartfelt? Dr- what what was it? It was he well because he didn't mention that he survived cancer the first few minutes of his set and he was eating he was eating it mm. he was just bombing so hard <laughs> he was bombing so hard and I know his set I'm like yo he's gonna drop the cancer he's gonna and have like, to he, drop the here's cancer a, here's a sick part oh, of my head and here's a sick part of my head and I'm like that fucking pussy he's yeah. gonna use he, the cancer he survives cancer and now he's gonna use it as a crush <laughs> Christ, what a piece of shit huh <laughs> <laughs> so this whole thing is like he's like I had cancer and like now I have hair I have hair now and shit so and everybody <laughs> you're horrible is that what it was alright yeah I'm getting up I mean, I, mean, I, I mean I'm paraphrasing but yeah. I uh so it's all that so it's like he's not even getting laughs but every single joke's getting an applause break right and he's he's crushing the demographic. It's 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 middle aged. <laughs> well, he's got the Wontog crowd. In his <laughs> <laughs> he's right in the palm of his hand. Yeah. So it's a Wontog moms, the the, <laughs> the, the sixty year old moms who are just eating this shit uh. up. So yeah, clapping after everything. So he goes. So basically, he gets like a standing ovation when he leaves stage. And then I gotta follow him. Yeah. So you know, I don't have any. I don't have a miracle you in my life. Yeah, so. I was just gonna say, what? You never beat cancer. In, never, a way, in a way, his cancer is killing your set. It is. <laughs> you're it dying is killing because me. of his cancer. He's. It's transferred to me in some sense. Um. So I go up after him, and I go on stage, and I used to do this terrible bit about how I like girls with big noses. <laughs> So, By the way, I think I do too. Which, which most of the moms from Wanto highly relate to. Oh, <laughs> so, so I start with that, and like you can tell, like the audience is like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is going on?" From cancer to big noses, huh? Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's bombing super hard. <laughs> and uh, so I go, and I have a few other jokes, and then I, and then I get like. Halfway through my set, and uh, I look down through my watch, and I'm like, I'm all out of my regular material, and it's like, I'm like four and a half minutes in. (laughs) I got ten minutes to kill. Uh, And so I'm like, I'm like, shit. And, like, I remember, like, before, like, I guess earlier that day, I watched, like, a YouTube video of Patrice O'Neill, and he's like, when you bomb, he's like, you bomb even harder. Give them what they, you don't let them win. Like, like, yeah, like, along the lines of that, right? So I have that in my head. So I'm like, fuck it. (laughs) So I go, uh, you know, (laughs) and, like, my set's pretty clean up until that point. So I go, uh, uh... Me and my buddies like to make bets on who's the next person to die from my graduating high school class. (laughs) And I get an audible gasp from from 400 people. And uh, then I go, the joke goes, uh, I ran into a kid that I went to high school with at the grocery store. I said, hey, Christian, hey, how are you doing? I said, hey, uh, you ever think about riding a motorcycle without a helmet? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the only way to ride a motorcycle 
is without a helmet. Oh and these God. people are just dead silent like... <laughs> what is this monster? What? What is he? You piece of shit! And then the then like the the let the final punch of the joke, the final punchline is uh actually uh like two weeks before I wrote that joke, a kid I went to high school with died of a drug o- overdose. <laughs> so like, long story short, I made sixty bucks, <laughs> <laughs> and they just hit whoa. So like the so like the, the where it's like oh and like you felt like the power behind it like oh my and like God, yeah and I bombed and when I got off the stage, um, I I got off the stage and I remember just nobody looking at me and like one guy who would like before the show he like shook my hand he's like thanks for doing the show yeah. like before the show. And we were walking past him, like him, like just looking down at the ground, not making eye contact. <laughs> That's the worst. And then after, they bring us after the headliner. They bring oh, us. You got to go back on stage. They bring us all back up on stage. We got to bow, and they're like, oh, "Thank you." God. And like, and then after, like, you go down, and I'm, there's like these line of like five Lions Club guys, and they're shaking everybody's <laughs> hand. So I'm shaking. And then it gets to the last guy. So I shake these four guys. Gets to the last guy, and he doesn't shake my hand. <laughs> what an asshole, though. And I sprint out of that place. <laughs> oh, and, and it was the worst hey, ever. That guy's an asshole. Shake your hand. Be a man. Like, so, you you know, whatever. It was like, to me, the offensive joke, one, was funny. Two... That's why they're funny because half the people, half the crowd, should be offended by your jokes. Yeah. It, it it was the wrong crowd. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm it saying. Was the the, the, it was right the, joke, wrong crowd. Plus, you were very early <laughs> at the stand up, so it was you know even I, bombing I, is hard to handle. The, I, and, and all the the chips are stacked against me because I had uh, before me was Cancer Kid. Yeah, and then and then after me was a comic. I think we all know who he go. He's a big. He's a big fat italian man and he goes up on stage and literally just goes how you doing <laughs> and i swear to Everybody's god a- i swear oh. to god he that's all he said i watched the lady almost fall out of her seat from oh, the laughter. God. And, oh, and, I, and i wanted to just kill myself <laughs> that's all oh. he's gotta say is how you doing i want to hear about a brendan ryan bomb oh man all right so there's a there's hundreds, um, but what's the worst? The, uh, the I'll, worst I'll tell you the bomb. Worst. It was at Stand Up New York, and um, it was a bringer show at Stand Up New York, which uh-huh. would brutal in itself. And uh, I might have been like two, maybe a year or two in, into comedy. And uh, tell our fans, our listeners, what a bringer, a bringer show is, is just basically when you have to, bring you know, people. bring people, which. I, in a way, I'm still doing producing shows is just a producing show. is just a bringer on steroids, yeah, baby. Exactly, <laughs> it's a lot of phone calls. So I had brought, uh, I I had a few friends that never saw me. I had a couple good sets, and then and there was a few people that were like, I heard you're you're really good. I want to come see you. So I I go oh, up, no. and I was like, <laughs> and you know when you just know, like early on, this isn't like we still have shitty nights now, but like that first year or two. Like, I just, I was always on the verge of, like, bombing. I was like, I was like, I know this is just not going to go well. And I got up, and they they were filing in. Stand-Up New York was packed. Have you guys mm-hmm. done Stand-Up New York? Stand-Up New York, like, the stage is right on top of the tables. So I have yet to do that club. Uh, the but, table's, yeah. like, connected to the, the tables stage. tables are almost, so, weird. like, the people in the front row, they're eating wings, like, basically at your feet. So oh, they're God. right there. 
and these people went on i i went on and i just i had a bad vibe right from the get-go i went up and i went blank whatever i was gonna say i my mind went blank Everything got... I lost. I lost everything I was going to say. All of my shitty jokes that weren't funny in the, to begin with <laughs> flew out of my head, and I went up there, and there was two guys in the front row from Tampa Bay, Florida. I'll never forget that, because I started talking to them about Tampa Bay. I have no idea about anything about Tampa Bay, and I started talking to them <laughs> about Tampa Bay, and it just went nowhere. And I remember one guy just staring at me, and I was like, I've never... I started sweating, and then... There was a guy in the in right sitting right behind my uh, my friends the table where my friends were and he goes get the fuck off stage oh. and I didn't hear it but my friends heard it and they were like oh he's doing his best it was so embarrassing the guy said get the Jeez. fuck he off said, stage get off this fuck. What and an then asshole, man. and usually with these bringer shows I would do the bringer shows of stand up New York and then we go out to a bar afterwards have a few <laughs> drinks get some food and hang. <laughs> Every single one of my friends were like, all right, man, uh, I think we're just going to head go. out. <laughs> I'd rather sit on the L-I-double-R <laughs> than hang all, out with you. They, <laughs> they all, dude, they, every single one of them left me. I'd rather get stuck at Jamaica Station <laughs> than hang, hang out, out with, with your you. ass. <laughs> I remember sitting at Stand Up New York by myself, just like really... Like, is this... Am I just for me? <laughs> yeah. No, it was It was really one of those moments where I was, like, contemplating. I'm like, is this something I want to do? And uh, and somehow I continued to do it. And, right. like, you know... This is why I respect comics. It was, because of a night like that, I would was, never go it back. It was god-awful. And I, I remember I went out. There was a place right around the block. And I got uh, I got wings and I, whatever. There was, like, a, a game on. And I, I got a beer and got some wings and just, like, sat by myself and just was like, this is what it is, I guess. This is my life. I don't know. This is my life. Am I making – is this a good decision? It was awful. I felt awful. I had to like – I, I texted my friends the next day. I'm sorry because right. it was an epic bomb where All I just right. didn't have it. Those are great though. Oh, They're so like so – you bad. grow from it. You do. It's like ah, oh, there's no there's no fucking victory without tragedy. <laughs> yeah. and, you know what I mean? It's like – the the, oh, the it hurts just even the more, about it. Something my coach used to say to me because I ran cross country. You wouldn't believe it if you, you looked at me. You ran cross country. Yeah, I lost. Like I was 30 just gonna pounds. say, is that one of those like you're on the track and field team, but you do the shot put? Uh, no, <laughs> it was cross country, and and my my coach was a was an ex marine, which you actually have to say retired marine because if you say ex marine, he like kills you. Is he still yeah. a marine? Uh, yeah, he's right, still- right. And uh, he had an old saying: uh, the less you sweat in practice, the less you bleed in war. Oh, I like that. Was this bomb new material? Because nothing hurts more than bombing with planned material that you've been doing for a while. Mine was – it was early on. So it was right. it was pretty – it was pretty new. I was getting to the point where I was trying to mix in new stuff. Right. And it, it just – and I think that's what threw me off where I was mixing in new stuff and it, I was like just not confident in it. Right. So that – it was it was a little – I was like I'm going to start with – I was he, just bombed, so bad. he bombed with the good and the bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing was good. Nothing know, was good. And then the worst part about that was, I, I remember going to the back, just like, oh my god, it was so bad. And I'm, I remember the comic. It was Vanessa Hollingshead. Do you guys know her? It rings a bell. She's yeah. She's like she's she was like considered one of the pro comics. She uh, she went up and she got up 
on stage right after me, and her first line was, what the fuck was that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her, like, holding her head, like, what the fuck was that? It was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. Oh, yeah, my God. There's nothing like doing a show at Westbury. I did Westbury Theater because I, I won a radio contest. Oh, you did the radio thing. And and, and Rich Voss goes after me. Oh and, and, like, my entire family is at Westbury Music Fair to see me. <laughs> and Rich Voss goes, I don't know who the fuck that was. And, like, the whole, I just hear an entire theater of people, like, die in their seats. Oh, like, just, God. like, they're like, ah, ha, ha, that kid sucks. Oh, <laughs> because it's almost like, it's almost like now everybody agrees. Everybody agrees that you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you guys I mean hey you guys take beatings out there and you go back Come. one of my favorite things I've ever seen, I've ever like heard a boxer R- Rich Voss you know you guys know Greg and Rob the twins yes yeah. I've okay. heard of them I've never seen their right. act they're, they're hilarious so Rich Voss there was something where Rich Voss was was they were doing a show and Rich Voss was there and after their set he said I've, I've mentioned on the podcast because it's the funniest line I've ever heard like in the moment he goes oh I just They'd be a lot funnier if they were attached at the head. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like such a simple, dumb line, but oh my god, so great. (laughs) Those guys will... Rich Voss is fucking... He's He's hilarious. I don't want to talk about comedy too much because I don't want to single you guys out. No, don't worry about it. I don't it. know. Like, I have plenty nah. of time on this show to to, <laughs> to, yeah. to waste people's time with my life. And I, I, I love hearing about the comedy, to be honest, personally. Dude, it's hard, man. It's like uh, trial and error. Which well, is, yeah. I heard Christian say that once. It's trial and error, man. It is. Yeah. You, you literally go there, you bomb one day, you're great the next day, and it could be the same exact stuff, just different people. You never know what you're going to get. And to do it without getting paid and to... The, to take the treks to go to this show, that show, all the over the fucking place, people don't realize that even the big comics all like went through it, and it's just like it's not easy. Everyone no. thinks it's so easy. Oh, I you're funny in a group of friends. You could be a stand up. Like everybody, oh, you should do yeah. stand up. Yeah. Writing well, jokes, yeah. it comes. Holy shit! It comes from my friends telling me. Yes. That I should yeah. do it. But it doesn't mean that you were going to be it's good. Like you know what I mean? It's still work. Right. And yeah. it's the whole thing is building a bridge from being a funny person to being a comedian. Yeah. It's like that's and that's what what's happening. Because what you're when you're funny with your friends, it's not necessarily going to translate to a pe- uh, an audience of people you don't know. So you got to like. I think I think Cal Cagno put this as a status on Facebook, and I I actually loved it. It was I was so funny before I took up comedy. Yes, I remember yeah. that, and that's so true. I I felt like that so many times, like doing com- because then you get stuck in the now I, I you you get stuck in that routine of doing comedy, and you're like, am I even funny anymore? I'm just like writing and try. I, yeah, I, I, get I that. think the thing when you do stand up, you realize how more general and broad you have to be mm-hmm. like yes. with what you talk about because with your friends you're really specific and it's yeah, always yeah. it's always intertwined with inside jokes yes that's and true. things that, that's what it is yeah and like specific situations where you're from specifically even to your town yeah and then when you get up on the stand-up stage i think a lot of the times why you bomb is just like if people just don't even know what you're talking about or you yeah. reference well, something what, yeah because like, you see like new comics and they'll like Go up on stage and they'll talk about like a rap artist and then realize only one person in the crowd knows who the fuck they're talking about. It's true though. And or even worse, they'll talk about their friend. Like my my friend 
You're not gonna believe my friend Tom. He's got the CPAP. He's got air coming in. You know, it's like like that doesn't. Nobody cares about your friend Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to make it. I, I don't know. I think half the battle of writing comedy is having is using the correct grammar to get your the premise right words, across. Yeah. Because uh, I like wrote something a while ago. It was like. Uh, it was like uh, I'm I'm Italian, so all my transactions. Uh, it was like uh, I my my uh, my transactions on Venmo show up as none of your business because I'm Italian and I don't want people knowing what I do with my money. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it and then I massaged it and then what you have to do is edit as much as you write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that of like because uh, I'm Italian and I don't want people to know what to do with my money. I shortened it to I'm Italian, so all my transactions on Venmo show up as None of your business. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's always cutting yeah. down words. And word economy and like literally one word can change. Yeah. Put one word in, thing. take one it's word out. It's the performance out. of it too. So like you just did that now. You changed your inflection when you were delivering the line. Like mm-hmm. That's a big part of it too. People yeah, don't course. get that inflection or timing or that's all stuff that you can work and on. That, and that was my big point too is you people think, oh, this guy's just, he's funny. Like they don't take into consideration when these guys write an hour bit and they start one place and then they end where you know it, it does a, the whole show does a 360 and they end with like where they started like there's just a there's much more work and and work that goes into uh, a comedy bit than the guy just sitting yeah. there like that joke's funny this joke's funny like it's putting it together making it a a, a show that's not all over the place that's you know there's like a uh it's like a, you know, like a story almost mm-hmm. in some things. It's also mixed with like people that like, like, cause like, dude, you go to like Mike's in the city. It's like tough. Cause like you're mixed in with people that are literally wasting their own time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause there's yeah. a lot of people that really do want stand-up comedy as a full-time career. Mm-hmm. I am one of them. I really would love to tour the country and that yeah. is my job and I, that's my living. Yeah. You know, there are some people. In the city, there are some people on Long Island where it's like they do it, and you're surrounded by them. You can't All help over it. The place, yeah, and they're just doing it for fun, mm-hmm. and they don't really write. They've been doing the same set for two years. There's there's people yeah. that are yeah. there's people that are doing it as uh, it's like their bowling night. You right. know, I've heard somebody say that where it's like you know, and that's that's part of the. There's always going to be people like that that they're going out and just trying. They're that's their fun night out. You know. Now, as a comedian, what's your thoughts on that? Is it some like a smack use it in for the, the face? Some people use it for the social aspect. To post about it or do, talk yeah. about and, it, you're uh, saying? Like, not those, even to talk Those people about annoy it. me. Uh, not, I, not, I wouldn't even say to talk about it. I, people just – I think there's people that are just bored and just go out and, and to, they're not trying to get better. I, I don't know. But does that ruin your experiences? Well, that, yeah. that, well that's, what, that, that's my point. It's like – As people who take it seriously? Yeah, yeah a little okay, bit. That's, what, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. It, yeah, well – like, I don't expect every person to try comedy to, to think of it to try and make a career out of it. Yeah, right. But as long as you're trying to get better at it, then I'll respect you. You know, right. like if you go and I see you at open mics and you're like trying new stuff and yeah. like you're trying to get better. It's like I I went to I was I did a laughing Buddha open mic uh, last week, and this uh this. You know, it's a cl- classic classic city open mic comic. It's a guy wearing a blouse on stage. Yeah, and, uh, of course. And uh, he, he goes up on stage and he goes, yeah, guys, uh, I have AIDS. 
and it's like oh and it's like dead silent in the room but this is why i love comics because it's silent for like one second and one guy just starts clapping <laughs> <laughs> those are the best, those those are the best. because he's like it, like trying to be serious or like yeah. but some people yeah it's like with as thick as like because we go to we're still like relative we're under when you're under 10 years in you're still yeah, gonna you're, be hitting open mic you're still you know brand I mean? new we're all brand new. Yeah, so you're going to come across the people who, you know, they're just kind of just doing it to, to, yeah, to blow off steam or just they – some people really just want a microphone and some people really just want to be right. They don't yeah. want to be funny. They go on a stage and they want to be right. And there's so many different forms of that. Yeah. You right. see in the city where there's people that are like – and it, but it can be frustrating when you're at a mic and there's like, you know, a shit ton of people there. You're trying to get – going and somebody's ruining it for somebody's you. like it's go like, they're going like in the yeah. crowd they're going you. and it's like they're like what else what do you want to talk uh, about uh, what you else know? did i want to say oh god yeah it's but you know it is it's just that's just the open mic scene you gotta get through that but then you'll also see and i've seen a few people that started off like that and i'm like oh my god what a waste and then they kind of find their way they get, get better. better yeah so you, there's always that so it's hard to like find out it's just hard to like there's definitely that that part uh there, there's a group of people that they're just not going anywhere they're they're never gonna yeah well but, some people are just you know, it's they're not good it's you know there is talent you know because because a lot of good stand-up is a product of really hard work majority yeah, well, and of that's it. What... but there also is people who have there is talent and some people just will go to open mics until the end of eternity and will never get better. And they, never, there's yeah. people who I who like write all the time, get up on stage like like a and like just not ten times a week or you know putting in the work and like they're so bad and unlistenable. Yeah, that's insane. It yeah. just it, in it, it's just sad. It's like they're working so hard. Well, somebody needs to tell them. There's a the, yeah. I, there, hang it up. There's some people out there where you see that. Yeah, but in reality, there yeah. it, it really. Is no one's place unless you're, yeah. you know, like unless well, they're no, my friend. I, of I guess you're, you're you right. can't, man. You no, can't. you're right. You can't. And they, first of all, in the world of comedy, you, you can't be too confrontational. Yes. I learned that because I am a confrontational person, <laughs> and, and I had to, di- I had it? to, I had to dial it back a lot. Have you ever got into it with like other comics? Honestly, on accident. Really? And I don't know if I want to get into the story because, all like, right. you know Fair what I mean? Enough. Yeah. But it was. Uh, I'll be really ambiguous. Okay, How about that? that's that's cool. Uh, so, I wish I had more confrontation in me. See, I think it just comes from like interaction and how much patience you have for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. patience is a big, big right. Problem. Like yeah. my patience can be thin sometimes, and other times when it comes to comedy, I like really do dial it back, and I really do take a deep breath of like, okay, like you're in a certain place and you're dealing with certain people. Be cool. Yeah. And, like, I really have to say that to myself yeah. because, uh, you know, I cherish, the, the, you know, the relationships I have in, in stand-up, whether that person can help me or not. Yeah. Right. You, you, you need it because you don't want people to talk bad. In, in well, yeah, you want a good reputation. Everyone's talking the, about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be really ambiguous. There was a show one time. <laughs> uh, all right. That's pretty ambiguous. And there was a person uh, that was about to go on stage. And there was another person who uh, is a, a comic a little higher in the ranks than me. Um, that person explained, hey, 
uh, I'm coming from work. Can I just go on? And then, like, I have work early in the morning. Can, like, I just go on and then, like, let me go when I'm done? They wanted to get up. <clears throat> get up, get in, get out. And, get out yeah. Yeah. and the person that was about to go up, I didn't realize at the time. I'm pretty sh- – how deep into comedy <laughs> was I? I think I was, like, seven to eight months deep into comedy. And I let that person that was passing by bump the next person. And the person I bumped – Got ext- it was the first show I ever produced. Okay. And I produced like eight months in. Like that's, yeah, that's you, way you, early. You started right away, right? Yeah, that was way early. And uh, that person couldn't have been more pissed at me, and I apologized a million times. End of story. Yeah. Are you friends with that person still? Yeah, no, of course. And I, I, I booked them after, and, and, and it's it's all good, but it was something I did well, on accident. You live a- and you learn. I, yeah. it, it was a confrontation that happened 100% on accident. Yeah. Like, right. I was so new into comedy, I really didn't even realize what I was doing. You didn't even think about right. it that right. much, yeah. Especially at that level. You don't know how the whole it, – it's it's tough to get a, a grasp on how, how it all works. Don't they have, like, places give out also um... – like a token almost to bump somebody or what's it called? Oh, a chip, a poker oh, chip. Yeah. Poker chip. He, he Christian was a, at Laughing uh, Buddha. Yeah. You know all about the chip. Yeah, but that's for an open mic. You're I have like three chips in my car if you guys want them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it chip for a Isn't it like a, is it more of like a you've done enough, you get one chance where if you need to No, for no. well for 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 what you're talking about, it's an open mic chip and what you do is if you stay the whole time at the open mic, you can win a, a chip so you can go up first next time. Okay. That's kind of what that but with the with the show with the show it just the producer makes the lineup okay. sort of a thing. Yeah, you and, can't take a chip to an actual show. Yeah, you know, that would be great though. <laughs> no, that's how it works. If somebody showed with a booted chip, like yeah, I, you know, it, I got a chip. It's it's hard. <laughs> I'm gonna show up to Wonderland for on a Wednesday <laughs> and be like, "Yo, Brendan, come By on, the way, man." There was a there was another mic that was spawned off of a Buddha mic that two guys left Buddha uh, and. They made their own they chips. chips too. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, "We do also accept Laughing Buddha chips, so you can go to the like, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you can bring so their." They take it and then they use it for themselves. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so so we would bring like you could use a Laughing Buddha chip at their mic. And is that a way just fantastic. to steal comics? Uh it's it's, it's a, great a mic, mic that's no longer, uh, but it's Patrick. Oh, wasn't Holbert that wasn't and, that Golden uh, something? It was it was right on uh, on Saint V-spot. Mark's. The V spot, yeah. V spot. <laughs> nice. So funny. Yeah. It's, it's great okay. move. But it's great like move. anything. They had their they, own chips too. There's a there's a you know, there's a there's a rule. There's like you know, there's rules yeah. and everything, man. The chips are I, you know, the chips I don't I think the chips are pretty good though for mics because they get people to stay the entire time, which you want. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Some mics are just like you gotta you go to some mics and it's like uh, everybody leaves and I'm guilty of that too. I'll I'll bounce out i'm in and out yeah. i'm in and out if i'm in the city and like i'm hitting multiple ones i i'm in and out because yeah. yo yeah. some of the city open mics i mean long, not to say long island mics are any better but i mean some of these guys you i just can't listen it's to tough, them bro. it's just the kid coming from nyu who's like 19 Nin- like, yeah a lot of, a lot just, of young kids so just horrible not Pretentious. funny uh just like the and it's just like just so many varieties of not funny and it's so <laughs> yeah. hard i don't have the stamina to even <laughs> to even lend them an ear i just get out of there by the way i think the long Island, uh comedy scene has gotten a lot better in the last few years a lot of there, guys, there was a great? wave there was like a wave of new people like the like the past two years 
who just kind of revitalized. It was a lot of people willing to produce. Yeah. A lot of people willing to self-produce because they saw that there is not much opportunity as yeah. far as club-wise on Long Island. Also in the city, it's really not much opportunity club-wise nah. either. Where in the city, like that kind of mentality sp- sprung up first where it's like, yo, we'll just produce the shows. Fuck yeah. them. It's, they're making it impossible for me to get into this club. Um, but so it's kind of like that happened and uh, it grew that way. And also, you know, uh, you know, like comedy venues on Long Island don't necessarily tend to a younger crowd yeah. historically. And that's been like that since the 70s. So it's a lot of younger comics producing, trying to get – they want to bring them a comedy show that's tailored to their younger friends, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's – a lot of that happened. And it's so it grown from that and there's more people taking it seriously and stuff. But There is. And it wasn't it, – it's it, like you said, it's in the last two years things have Never. really – and there's a lot of, you know, producers you guys are doing. Everybody's – there's a lot of people producing. Lot, I think there's it's a, great. There's a big do-it-yourself. Yes. And I think that it's gone with the growth of just comedy in general the past two years. Mm-hmm. The past two years, comedy's blown up. And I think is there's a big do-it-yourself energy. Like, fuck it. Is that too pre- much of it, though, going around where now it gets, like, anything? It's I think it does, too much to it, an extent. Like, does, everybody's doing their own shows where it kind of – it does more good than bad, oh, I yeah, think. I agree. But there is bad because it's like when you produce a show, you kind of have a responsibility to comedy to put on a good show because every comedy show, at least half of the audience, uh, this is probably their first comedy show. Yeah. So you want to hook them. In a sense, there's a little bit of pressure. You want to put on a good show. And what happens is a lot of people will book you know, 15 of their friends who all have three and a half minutes worth of a set and the, and they'll do it at a dive bar and it'll be just a disaster mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. or the or it's like they'll you know like a gigantic bringer show where there's 45 yeah. you know comics on one bill and yeah you know then that person's just like well this is how comedy is let's talk about the bagel boss guy yeah you know what can we do you guys know like what happened this week with the bagel boss guy getting booked on that comedy show yeah he's booked at gateway yeah so Gateway is a show that like I host a lot of their that guy's shows. It that he got arrested this week. He did, yeah. So yeah, he got I didn't read the this whole guy story, got arrested, and the same day, well, I think it was the next day, um, the Gateway guy, the guy that produces for Gateway, had him booked on a show, and it was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw the whole all the Facebook comments, but I, I was one of them. Oh, are you? <laughs> okay, good. good and, and, and I'm an oxymoron because I said, "Yeah, you're gonna pay someone to bomb." Meanwhile, I was gonna book that guy at Nutty a week after his video came out. We booked him on. Did we? I, I don't know if you guys did know. You, did you book him? So we did you book, book him. We, we can try and call him right now. We got his phone number and we booked him. I on have the, the manager's show. number. That guy. Oh, you got See, it. That's why he never picked up his cell phone anymore. Yeah. So we. I we, got in touch with his cleaning service number. What? We we got him very early. He we got cleans? him the week before. Yeah. Well, that's who's kind. He doesn't of, look very clean. No, no he doesn't. Not at all. But, but he's small. He can reach let's call him. And I'm gonna call the manager. We let's call see. him. What if we call let's him at the same time? Up. Call him at the let's, same time. Let's make something happen. Let's, yeah, let's call him. Dude, we 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 actually Did rented out Croxley's because he yeah, was supposed we, to be we there. We actually booked him at, at, at this Croxley. show. At Croxley. Oh, he booked yeah, yeah. him for this show, yeah. and then he got booked by who was he? He got, he got booked you guys by Chrissy doing a live podcast. Well, we were going to do. Yeah, it was sort of live. We had a few people on. Um, but the guy it totally ended up falling apart, but he he did like the Jim and Sam show that Monday. He did Stern that week and, you right. know, he right. did everything. He got too big for us real but quick. But we saw, or Chris saw that he was on Chrissy Mayer's, uh, 
wet spot on Kumia Which, Radio. Uh, by the way, I was at the stand last night. And I, I was doing, at the stand uh, last night. Oh, I oh, must yeah? have just missed you. Were you upstairs? No, I was just oh, hanging out after. Clearview oh. Cleaning Service. I did climb it, and then I wanted to check out the new stand. So I just hung out. I did. I brought four people because I'm not above a bringer. Nice. By the way, you shouldn't be. Oh, you did the Buddha? I don't think anyone should be. If you're no. under 10 years, no, you bringers are uh, fine. You did the and Buddha bringer maybe at, at the stand, though? I did the Buddha bringer. Was Were you awesome? in there? Were you in the corner? No, no, no. I thought I... No, I stayed upstairs. I swear upstairs. to God, I saw you last night. I stayed upstairs. I was hanging upstairs. Big J Orkerson was hanging out. Uh, no. Who else was hanging I out? I saw, I saw Aaron Berg hanging out in the street. And uh, um, Those, I, I do... Listen, those. It was those, a four-person four bringer. A four-person bringer is fine, and you get a great tape out of it, right? That's and it's the, the brand thing, yeah. new comedy club. Like I was like, I took the opportunity because I was like, honestly, it's a great venue, and I'll just do my yeah. set. You get a 4K video. Yeah, I didn't see a problem. It's a great. Those club. are good for you know, uh, yeah. You get a, a good tape from it. Why? Because they give you like a tape of yourself to, and then you could use that. For yeah, whatever. you could pay for a tape, but you know, I. I don't always get a tape, but I've had a tape where I'll, I'll use to try to get into, like, festivals or something. Right. Know, it barely works, but, you know, once in a while. Right. You know, it, it's just good to have a, a professional tape done. It's a good to have, It's good to have like, a few tapes. I wouldn't say, like, the tape, because you always look for, like, that one. Yeah. I think it's good to have multiple and, like, yo, like, throw it on, like, do, like, a minute on Instagram and, like, put it up and, like, exactly. just see how it does. Yeah. You know, um, wait, so you were Bagel you boss. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I hope Lenny Dykstra kicks his ass, but let's see if he can get in touch with the manager. All right, let me call him. Let's see if you wait. Up. When is that fight happening? I think it's supposed to happen on the Stern show. No, the Stern show. I back, thought he's producing. He was it he was going to he was going to fight Shuli Egar, uh, one of the com- okay. comedians, but he backed out. So now he's going to do it in it's in Atlantic City. Oh, sure. all right. Do, do it, bro. All right, let's discuss. How, some, all right, so let's how are we going to do this? this, this we're gonna we're gonna try to. Are we gonna do a live call? I'll do a live call, but right. I, if I think if he knows I'm with other people, he'll he so might. So should like, we just sh- he shut might up? Ha- yeah, let's pretend it's just me and him. Okay, yeah, just pretend right. it's just all you right. two, and let's see what we get out of it. Just speak your phone not into the mic. If you can. Okay. All right, and then I'll talk into this. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Look at this. We're getting smarter. Yeah. <laughs> He might pick up. I even asked. I was like, "What's a good time you could talk today?" Hey, Mike, how's it going, man? Bill, what's up, buddy? So, uh, <clears throat> so we'll just cut all that out. I yeah, <laughs> that wound up being a real business call. Yeah. I don't know what. I think a real move. I think a real uh, business decision just got taken care of because yeah. Mike left. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the bagel guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought was going on. So I wonder. So there's a big. So that's the bagel guy's manager. Yeah. So a, is is he trying to like produce comedy shows now? So I know he's doing gateways. Thing. So so what it is is that guy snuffed him up as soon as that video came yeah. out, and this guy is that's the smart guy. Yeah. So so what he's trying he's trying to figure out how he can squeeze. You know the lemon from this dude, yeah. who particularly has no talent whatsoever, nothing. with nothing to offer. He's basically got to get as much money out of him as he can as and, quickly as possible, and then and dodge him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so so his plan is to get him into stand-up comedy which is of course you know the bottom of the which barrel you knew, I guess. <laughs> you knew that's, that's what he was going to be doing i never would have thought the guy would have tried to do stand-up we did say that a couple yeah, yeah. A couple, i, I, thought I he would have been more want, of like a guest appearance i don't guy. think i don't think the bagel guy wants to do stand-up I don't think he wants. Yeah, I, think this, I think he this, probably I think also doesn't manager, want to get beaten up by Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think this, his manager has this scheme where it's like, yeah, this guy. He's like, first we're gonna get you on all the talk shows, then we're gonna get Lenny. He's Dykstra done a very done. good job because he's hit every big oh, name. He's, he was on Stern. Show. He was on. Yeah, I mean, the guy must be a great manager. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's doing a lot for himself. Imagine what he, he could do with someone with talent. Yeah, can he get us that guy as a manager? Uh, <laughs> sure. We, hey. well, we, ju- we just lost Mike to the. To that <laughs> we just lost guy. Mike to the bagel boss guy. Uh, I know you like the sound of bagel boss yeah. guy, but how about adult babies? Adult babies <laughs> boss. Uh, I don't know what I'm. You saying. know what I think this is a good time for Chicks my picks, picks. Oh, okay. and I got right. some so good ones this there. week. Mike, a filament. <laughs> Chicks picks. Chicks picks. Chicks picks. Okay, one. The Righteous Gemstones. I okay. started it. Can the- I can I just say one thing? And this might be a little controversial. I don't love Danny McBride. I feel like it's a lot of the he's, same He's stuff. either you love him or hate him, in my opinion. But he's I the think same he's, character. I think he's yeah, funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You either I think he's love funny, it or hate But I'm like, it's the same thing. This has a very good But cast. I did watch the first two episodes, and I enjoyed it begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, okay. give me a break. Wait, can we can we circle back? Because I remember when I was on the first podcast that I was on, we talked about abducted in plain sight. Yes. Yes. Yeah, which I did watch it, and and it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Oh, so that's a crazy good right? pick. It, it was a it was a spot on pick. I mean, also one of the bigger documentaries to come out. He gets mad. I would say I say it was low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's not. It's not like he had to bury into the treasure chest to find what's popular on Netflix and just pick. Well, not my next. All right, so the the Righteous Gemstones, brand new on HBO. It's only two weeks in. What's next? It was hysterical. Euphoria. Yeah, it's not like everyone's talking about that. I put people onto that. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah, the yeah. whole reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe HBO. This has to one reach is out. on Showtime. It's called Hitsville: The Making of Motown. Okay, yeah, I've heard this. This, if you like Follow Motown, up. who has Showtime? I have Showtime. Showtime comes, you know, it basically with comes with HBO. It's like if you get HBO, it's HBO and Showtime. It's, yeah, it's yeah. HBO and Showtime. Just all about Smokey Robinson and Barry Gordy, how they started Motown. But if you love that music or you were into that music. You'll um, it was a well done documentary about all right, it. All right, all right. How do the people feel about chicks picks? I, do, do, do the they go do, either way. Do, do the listeners do the he, listeners comment? Yes, or? I do get a lot of people who love my picks. I do hear that way. every once in a while, but then my biggest <laughs> argument, and I love that I I do mess with him with his chicks picks a lot, but they're just they're. They're he reads the there. IMDb page. They're the. They're like the. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I just say what it is now. I say what it is. No. You watch it. You watch it. Yeah. You put in the work. I watch it. I put it. I say this is what it is. It's good. Go watch By the way, it. I, I can't believe give we much. started out with this with a phone call and and Mike, now he's in my garage. Mike is totally pitching. Make, he's making was, deals I, over. I there. wasn't even supposed to be on this podcast. <laughs> Thank God he brought me. It would have been. It would have been us three. There would have like, been, been a 20, 20 minute pause. In the <laughs> we invited Nicole on here, and now. He's making deals from the garage. The yeah, last like, one you guys might like it, and I think it's fitting because I have a bunch, and I'm choosing this because he's a comic. Do you guys remember the Amazing Jonathan? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about. You this, like yes. the Amazing okay. Jonathan? Yes, I heard about this. I, Growing yeah. up, I thought he was the funniest fucking guy ever. Anybody who doesn't know him, <laughs> the Amazing Jonathan was this like 
spoof fucking yeah. uh, magician, basically. Yeah, right. And he would just do, like, dark magician tricks, and they, they weren't, like, I don't know. It, it was just hilarious. And he was, like, a rated R version of a magician, and I always found him funny. Is he dead now? He's, well... I, you know what? I meant to Google if he's still alive. He's dead, I don't think he's died yet. But he's not doing But well. he was diagnosed well, right? with a heart issue, and he had one year to live. Four years later, he was still alive. Typical magician. He <laughs> did this. Making magic. Basically, he put out to do this documentary, and a guy starts doing the documentary. As he's doing the documentary, he learns that the amazing Jonathan hired another person to do a documentary on him. So now he's doing his. There's another crew doing theirs. <laughs> This happens two more times. There's four crews doing a documentary. <laughs> and this is Jonathan? about the amazing Jonathan. And the, this particular documentary was like the original guy who got asked. And asked? Asked. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Go on. You. Sorry. Sorry to... So, um, and he, the guy, I don't know. He basically does a doc about how there was four documentaries on him while he was dying. And he's still alive. And though. he's still alive. So he actually thought that that whole thing was a hoax. I'm so confused. I do want to see it. Where can I, I watch think it's, it? I think it's, it's on Hulu. Hulu? It's right. on Hulu? Yeah. I'll check it out. All right. I heard good stuff about it. Mike back. is back. Uh, I had to take a phone call. To... What happened? You might have to you... cut that whole thing maybe, out. Because I feel bad because maybe we want to take that out. Yeah, because, we can take uh, that out. No, well, already. he wasn't expecting uh, you know, the cold call. And, and to be honest with you, it wasn't that interesting. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah. Which uh, is fine. We can cut it out. Yeah, we can, we can edit that out. right out. Yeah. Um. So what? what's going on? You got a deal over there in place? Nothing. I think it would... Honestly, I don't really want money from anyone. Uh, if Bagel Boss guy wants help writing jokes, I mean, hey, Ooh, all right, hey, there you he, go. hey, everyone was a beginner. I mean, like I know he's a viral. Everyone was a bigot. Everybody was a beginner, and but you know, everybody wrote their own jokes, right? And he's viral. I mean, dude, if he wants a couple pointers and I can help the purpose, and you know, yeah, that can lead to whatever. I mean, dude, I. I don't want money. It's just like, if I could help him out, whatever. That's he's good. got a gig coming up. He's worried about memorization. I'm like, dude, you're worried about memorization? I went on stage with a paper for a year straight. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, he's. I actually. I he's have going to be a train wreck. Please don't help him. As, Let much, him of, as much of a dickhead I am and as mean and, and, and an asshole I am, for some weird reason, I get a soft spot randomly for random people. All right, and you got a soft you know? spot for this guy? I don't know if I have a soft spot for the but for the bagel guy, but like, he can't be all that bad. Oh, I think oh, he he's as be. bad as he's made out to be. I really do. <laughs> no, I feel I, I I think there's some deep. There's a deep. Well, he's clearly been bullied. I mean, he's five Listen, foot. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. He's rough. five foot. That's like. I think he's got some mental issues. I think there's some mental issues in there. And I like. I think deep down. I think he's just been a hurt man. Oh yeah, but you know when you treat everyone like shit, but it's yeah, like but, but this it, is this is like all his entire life is, is just yeah been thrown. Everybody's been talking. Just know. imagine. I understand that part of it, but yeah. it's like it's like it, like his bullying went outside of high school. Like he's like what like fifty or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like fifty Most years straight of, of like high school yeah. bullying where <laughs> where people go, hey, you can't you can't go on this ride, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or like putting their hand on his forehead and he's trying to swing punches. Yeah. <laughs> I think what bothers a lot of people now, though, is he's really trying to capitalize on all this, and it's very clear he's trying to capitalize. Well, he's on starting it. But why should problem. Though? I get Every that. person I, would capitalize I, yeah. on I get a that. chance to blow up. But then to make you know, if you don't have money, you're gonna do it. I understand. It's that. Stupid not to. In that I understand regard. that. But then there's you. You see him trying to capitalize on stuff, and there was 
he put out a couple of videos where it was clear that it was like set up. It was set up. Yeah. And you so know that's what? where it's we're like, the idiots for yeah. buying into it. And there's going to be plenty of idiots who go to that. AC. There's show. a lot of people just yeah. talking about it. Yeah. There is. Yeah. We're talking about it. And that's the it. whole point. Yeah. So that's the whole yeah. point. So like we were saying, that other comedy producer that we know, he's putting on his show at Gateway. Yeah. Right. September 7th. So a lot of people throughout Long Island, you saw there were, he was getting a lot of heat. For this, so I think. What do you think? I think ninety percent of these attendees, if not ninety-eight percent, there's no real number. This is just uh, you know made up. But most of those people are going to be hecklers. Most yes, of those gonna, people oh, are going to yeah. be YouTube comments and Facebook commenters live in person, just like he's the Bagel Boss live. Yeah, all of these shit comments are people, and all of those people will be at Gateway Comedy Club. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a, a joke. There, there better be. And I think there better be security because I'm telling you, someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised. This yeah. guy doesn't care. He'll fight people in the middle of a parking lot. He'll do it. And have you guys been to? Have you been to where he's doing it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's doing at Lake Ron the the Clarion in Lake Ronkonkoma. Uh, yep. I did. I never did that. Okay. Venue because I refused to bring to a hotel. To, yeah. Don't. Uh, did you bring to the hotel? Yes. Okay. Yes, my uh, second show ever was at that hotel. Oh wow! And and what I opened up for the comedy tornado. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, why have I heard that? Paul Veneer. Paul Veneer. Yes. Um, I don't know if you by know the way, this. The greatest headshot I've ever seen. Oh, oh my God! First, I just don't even get his hair. <laughs> it's like it's just it, for those of you who, first of all, Google Paul Veneer. And just his hair is just scra- so scraggly. It it's just it, it's it's like it's, he was dipped in a grease trap. It's good. It's greasy and the curliest <laughs> hair I've ever seen in my entire life. And his headshots him like with his eyes. Anyways, he's been called the comedy tornado by by uh, Johnny Carson. Yes. Um. So so he's, so so he's had and that. He's, he's so, hanging on to that. So he's had that same credit for like forty years and. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, I performed there and I and I opened for him. And by opening for him, guy. I had to bring six I, I brought six of my coworkers and oh, I bombed God. horribly. And then he goes on stage he, and, he goes on stage and he does literally two hours to the point where everybody's like, Yo, get me the fuck out <laughs> of here. <laughs> um but uh yeah, so I've been in that basement and that's just that place is so gross. I mean, it's just a gross hotel. It just, it's just it's now the other thing about that hotel is also it has a bar in the lobby. Did you get to the bar? No. Okay. I did it the last time I did it was a Saturday night and there was a bar. at the end of the show the noise in the bar overtook that little room downstairs. Oh my god. And there was everybody that lives in Lake Ronkonkoma or wherever started that was their big night out. There was a fight outside. There was an ambulance that was called. Mm-hmm. It's an awful place. And I would host those. I started doing that over the summer. He had me hosting these shows. I'm an awful host. I don't know how to host a comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> so I started hosting these ridiculous shows there for bringers. And I can't imagine the nightmare it's going to be when Chris Morgan is there. Yeah. Well, I uh, I um, when I performed there for uh, Paul Veneer. There, okay, there's, there's, there are two, there are event 
rooms. There's two event yeah. rooms, and he he rents out like an event room where you'd have like a Sweet Sixteen or something, mm-hmm. and he does a comedy show in there. But and there's also another room across the hall, and across the hall there was a quinceanera. <laughs> oh, so while the comedy show's going on, all, and, it, and it was it was the most it was the it, it was so they were so loud. So on stage you're like, I give it up for like Victoria go to this floor. Then it's like all Spanish is like And like you hear that just like in the background and I'm like on stage like oh god And oh my god I was so and I was so hacky at that point like where you're just like well all your jokes are like Come on, mom! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Serious? Brendan said something that excited me. <laughs> I don't that you that you don't know how to host the comedy show. No, I don't. I don't either, and I've hosted a few of my own and yeah. other people's. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> you ever hear that Louis bit where he's like, I don't know how to start shows. Yes. Where it's yeah, like you just, that's just dog shit. I'm the worst. It's just like what, what you you, and, you want like the it's like the big boom like it's like the big bang where it's like okay everything's supposed to happen now and I am doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like whatever happens is my responsibility. It's awkward. I am not that guy. I'm not a start off the, the show. The host is the show, and you got to be a fucking motherfucking ball of energy. You do, and, and I'm if not, you're not, you're not a host. I am not a ball of energy, and I like I try to be and. Yeah, you're not a ball of energy. Oh my god, and you're a like, ball of fat. I, yeah, all right. And like I've tried to like, I, it's like this is the gigs you get, and those that particular gateway guy, he hires me for hosting a lot of his shows, and it's been rough. You you check you were there for oh yeah yeah. Um, the, the last time I did that Clarion show, <laughs> the last time I did that Clarion show though, wait, that's the, where I was at. No, no, you, we oh, we did okay. a different one, but. At the end of the night, after everybody's gone up, he goes, he goes, do me a favor, go back up there, and uh, and I th- I talked about this on the podcast, but he goes, um, you have to promote Fat Elvis. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, <laughs> the next show is Fat Elvis is gonna host. I'm like, what am I gonna say? He goes, you know, tell me eats a lot. And so now I'm like, all right, and I'm not off the cuff. I'm like, I'm like, the, the, Fat Elvis is gonna be here next. It was so embarrassing. And now I can't imagine what Bagel Boss. I I kind of want to go to the Ron Conkerman show. Yeah. We should go to the Bagel is. Boss. Yeah, because I want to fucking curse him out too, because he was just gonna no show us. That's that's what the audience is gonna do. I know. Yeah, they will. They will. That's a rough crowd. <laughs> they know because the guy. Listen, I have a history with him though. Yeah. <laughs> do you know him from the past? No, I'm. I talked to him the a handful cleaning. of times. I'm the one who booked him. We got him very early on, like right. That, that happened that, the next that, day I on, had the, on this podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then he didn't call us. He post somebody posted something Dude, if, on yeah. social media, and that's how we found out he got booked. And we're like, this is the same time as he's supposed to come to us. And then he finally answered one of my calls and was like, Yeah. You know, I booked this. You know, this show, and I, you know, and then now he's and Chick called him like forty five times in a row. <laughs> so you called me a lot, I didn't man. Call him forty five. You called times. me. A- <laughs> yeah, you had a little beef with him, right? I had a little for a week. I hated him. I still hate him. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting. Now, would you put him on one of your shows? I was gonna put him on Nutty, but I think that was just me being so worried about people showing up to Nutty. 
Because, like, dude, a lot of people... You were at Nutty, and I really appreciate that you came out and supported. I, there was, like, a little gene in my brain that was like, yo, there might not be people there. Because no. a week before the show, I only had, like, eight tickets sold. It's crazy yeah. how last-minute comedy Everybody shows buys, are sold. It's yeah. scary, because it's like, uh... You never know what's going to happen. What the hell am I going to do? This changed the way I act when somebody invites me to a wedding now, and I have to send back that little card that says I'll be there. Because right. I used to wait. Sometimes I didn't even send it at all. But now, I'm like, oh. People... The longer you wait, the more you're ruining someone's yes, life. Yes, you're ruining somebody's <laughs> life. Like, people want to know. I'm like, buy tickets now, today. Yeah, it's, uh... But yeah, that show was great. That was a, that was a lot of Thank fun. Thank you. And, and there was actually a guest named Chris Morgan. And I thought that it was, was the big... Really? And it was... Dude, the bagel guy was like two days old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was, was right there, fresh yeah. on the bar stool post. Oh. And I literally was like, the bagel boss just bought tickets to my show. And it's another Chris Morgan. <laughs> it was someone else. That guy probably hates him. Now. And uh, yeah. I got in touch with that guy. Uh, that guy, And I was going to do it. And they were like, how much? And I was like, yo, honestly, this show's been planned for months. And you were famous as of two days ago. I'm going to give you 100 bucks. And they were like, nope. They wouldn't do and it. And I was like, Well, honestly, that's the other thing. We weren't giving him anything. He asked me I, how much it was. And I told him. Free. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. to be honest with you, to do business and exposure is exposure. Listen, yeah. man, the, the amount of views, you know, I don't have that. And uh, to to do that, I was like, okay, I'll pay, but I'm not giving you my whole, you know. No, definitely not. I'm not cashing out on you. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're two days famous. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Show up next week. And that's generous. Right. And they told me no, and I said, okay, anything else wouldn't be fair. Because the, 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 that manager that's there now is only getting 10 bucks out of that, so he's probably <laughs> I like... don't care. Oh, boy. <laughs> this guy if, is... I said, if I said 300 I feel like it would have been a maybe. Yeah, I don't want to give away 300 But uh, yeah. would you... You're not going to give 300 away from to this no, idiot. No. Pay the comics out of actual talent. The, right. You had good comics on that show? That, I did. I th- that guy doesn't that deserve a, a dime from, you know... From comics, in my opinion, right. he's an asshole. I hate whatever. him. Whatever, but I'm still entertained by everything. It, it is very. Entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's so it's, sad. I actually want to help him. Like if he has, if he's writing a joke, like I kind of want to help it. I don't want you, but I, I want to like, see. I don't him think bomb. he'll listen. He doesn't seem like he, he would won't listen. think that I won't know yeah. what I'm talking. But about. he's probably like listening to this manager, good. so you never know. Yeah, who knows what? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I'd rather him just bomb and on his own than you help him and Are you gonna maybe go? be funny. I feel like you're gonna go. No, I probably won't go. He knows I, I won't go. So no. this guy had a cleaning service before this. Well, apparently, yeah, it was uh, clear out of view his cleaning van. service. Out of that... his van. <laughs> clear view. Clear view. Yeah. I guess so. I'm promoting his fucking yeah, cleaning service. Clear view. He can't see over the steering wheel. Thank you. Did he live in his van? Apparently, uh, and then he did I a heard, whole Cribs yeah. thing with the van. Did he do, did he a, do a Cribs, cribs thing? thing with the van? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I mean, the whole MMA thing, you know, they're feeding into what's popular. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they're not, they're and not com- wrong. Comedy's popular right now, yeah, so man. of course they'll say yes. It's local. They don't even have to go to the city for it. They don't. They're, they're definitely doing the right thing with him in the regards to what you would do with a viral star with no talent. You just... You know, get what you can while you can. You know what's yeah. sad? The September 7th is an open mic. He's literally trying. It's an open mic? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be trying material. That's he's... This isn't massaged material. This isn't, no. you know, edits. This is like, oh, uh, 
You know when like you leave the seat up and like you know what I mean. This, these Do are you think be... he's just going to talk about him being short? And what I think it's he, gonna he'll be, probably it's, try to fight somebody. It's going to be it's raw gonna be very... thoughts. It's going to be a lot of screaming, and there's a lot of misconceptions about comedy, which is why we all shake our head to it. Yeah, right. Because he's going to do. He honestly, he's going to do what you think he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to do exactly what you think he's going to yeah. do. What's yeah. The, what's the deal with bagel stores, huh? <laughs> Why do they put so much cream cheese in the middle? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> That's way too much cream cheese. Don't you ha- don't you hate when a tall dude tells you to calm down in a bagel store? <laughs> that would be like when it's opening and everyone would be like, ah! And then you go viral. What bullshit is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They never talk about the guy who tackled him. That guy's never no. got an interview. No. <laughs> no. He should get him. The that was the easiest. Maybe we can get him. Because he's the only reason why a real is should get him. We should, you should do it. Then we have should him, try to find him. Yeah, you should have him break down. The guy down. who take, tackled the bagel it's probably his It was so the quick. Because he's to. the one who... That's why that video goes viral, in my opinion. Yeah. It's funny until he gets tackled, and he then gets, it's hilarious. Because yeah. Barstool posted a shorter version. Like they, There's a version where he's on top of him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. the guy's yeah, like yeah. straddling him. It hasn't been full mount. There was that second He's just holding him down. It's so, so f- oh my god, that oh, video boy. is like when I first saw it, I was like, oh my god! I remember <laughs> I first saw it because you reposted it on your story. And you're like, this is the most Long Island thing I've <laughs> ever seen in my entire Long Island shit yeah. I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> it was super Long Island as well. Oh, but there's like so much breakdown. Like nobody, like someone's got to find the staff member and like just break. Did down you ever the see situation. the after videos when he finally walked out? Because there's a couple I, other I videos. Did see that, yeah, that's just he's still cursing at everybody and people are just filming him as he's walking out. Yeah. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Dude, that here, nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. Fucking guy. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father. Or my boss. That's quotable. Yeah, that, that is, is quotable. That's quotable. Man. That's where you're he went God, right. God, my father, or my boss. I like when he chest bumps him. Yeah. Are those gym shorts? <laughs> oh, I love the shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that guy did exactly what he should do. He yeah. did. Fucking choke him. It was so tech. It was so like it technically sound like it just so- <laughs> like he like tackled him, but that really even hurting him. Just like getting just like taking control of the yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like a, it was a subdue more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He subdued him as it was, and then he choked him out a little bit. We need to find this guy. He's probably some some. Guy. It's like, <laughs> like a got like a family of four and like just <laughs> yeah. a regular guy. <laughs> I would love Catch to him know outside riding a mower. <laughs> He's an electrician or something. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, that guy's a hero. But I don't know. It's fucking we, me, Mike, and, and Brendan live in a retarded realm of society, yeah. which is known as comedy. No, where it's he, like and- where it's just like I'm in it, and like I gave can't believe like this is even real life because it's so retarded. It's so the things that we come across. Yeah, there was a huge like debate on Facebook. The guy who who books them, then everybody's like, this is destroying the. This, the guise of comedy, the, the the validity of comedy. It's like shut up. The whole <laughs> thing, matter. the whole thing's idiotic and stupid. At the yeah. end of the day, the, the whole purpose of this is asses in the seats. Yeah, you're that's right. It. Because it if is that doesn't business. happen, there's no laughs. Don't forget, it's a bar business. And there's right, it's a bar with a showroom. 
Yeah, that's the it. The whole point is to get laughs, and there's no laughs unless there's asses in the seats. So you got to get them there the first. The whole point is getting the asses in the seats. And guess what? September 7th is more of a tribute to the other comics that are on that bill. Yeah, they're going to get yeah. a decent crowd. They're going to get it. They're going to get a sold out show. Beautiful. Yep. They're going to get exactly what they wanted. Yeah. They will. They're going to get a sold out show. They're going to do their A material. And like every comedy show, there's going to be no industry there. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. one person is going to make him famous. But, nope, uh, it's not going to mean anything at the end of the day. But, you know. Is that really com- like so nobody's ever really out in the crowd looking for not comics? Anymore, not really. With, with the invention of the internet, I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. There's no one scouting talent like that anymore. No it's all online. Yeah, there's no guys in the back of the room. There's random Buddha bringers that Roger Paul is there, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, it, you know. It's like skipping a rock, and it usually just falls after one dunk. Yeah, some you know guys I mean? get lo- like- yeah, some guys. The right guys there, and maybe they book them on the show, or maybe they see him for the. But it's few and far between. What that's yeah. Happens. Me, me, and Mike have talked about this a lot because you know we talk about just comedy in general. But like when I look at it, because like it, it, how good you are on stage really doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I know guys who are you know twenty year vets, twenty five year vets. You know, at at the end of the day, they still have they're amazing, incredible on stage, but they still have zero fans. Yeah, no, or right. like they have like ten yeah. f- fans. You know, like they they can't make any money off of it. And, and but if you look at it, the only people that are really eating are people that have an internet base, people that have a successful podcast who make successful videos. Yeah. That's just an aspect. That's where people get discovered, and it's just. Yeah. That's, that's that's the it. only thing, and then you do stand up almost as a byproduct afterwards. It's it's yeah. but it's not unless you're like doing something like like what Andrew Schultz is doing, where it's constant clips on on his Instagram. Great All, clips, yeah, too. he's doing it smart. Fa- fantastic clips. Like he doesn't have. A, I mean, he just put out a he's putting out a crowd work special, which is like yeah. whatever. But he puts he doesn't have a material special where it's like written. It just always clips, just just constantly, but. That's really what it is. That's kind of like the blueprint of what the future of comedy is going to be. Yeah. It's, it's it's how you get booked in clubs is in the future is not going to be an audition. It's going to be they're going to look and they're going to be like, how many Instagram followers do you have? Yeah, how many likes we only, does he get? We only book people who have ten thousand followers, and that's how it's going to be. And it's only going to yeah. be like that. It's you know, yeah. clubs if, they can't get they can't get people in there. And if you majority of clubs are shitholes, mm-hmm. you know there's three clubs that are in New York City. The only nice ones are Comedy Cellar, Gotham, and uh, and Caroline's. All the other ones are disgusting places. The stand is gorgeous. The stand is beautiful. You have to go, man. We'll go sometime. I haven't been to the stand, the stand but is, all the, the other ones are pretty gross. <laughs> every other one is garbage. I, the stand is a fucking five star hotel. Yeah, oh, no, like, yeah, it looks like a, a five star restaurant, they and got, then all of a sudden there's microphones. They got a great, and the old stand was great too. I love the old right. stand. They they have great food. They they did it right. I think they're they're one of the they're a good one. It's a minority though. But yeah. once you oh, get it, sure. once you get out of New York City, it's like oh my god, oh, yeah. these places are like they gotta have cockroaches. Yep. I mean, you know, I do, I've done Connecticut, and it's just like. These places are disgusting. Did you do They're City horrifying. Steam? Horrifying. I never done City Steam, no, but just, it, that, but it that, yeah, that just shut down. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's. I think that's just the trend. I think that's going to be the trend. It's because the Funny Bone opened in Hartford. That's it. That's why, and that's what happened. Uh, and the Funny Bone has a few locations, and uh, it's all about yo show business. 
It's all about who's running a better business. Yeah. It's all business. You know, you could be funny. You could be super talented. But if you don't take it seriously and you don't take your business seriously, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. This bagel boss guy, this is his business, and he's taking it seriously. He's doing what he can I don't know, with it. I don't know about a gateway comedy show, but he's taking it serious. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get whatever he can with it. I think he should be doing a comedy show in the city because there's more exposure. There's better exposure. That's that's my two cents, but no one gives a fuck about my two cents because I have 1,200 Instagram followers. <laughs> well, the also uh, – they might get uh, who knows what the hell's going. On. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's so much stuff in the city, though. There's I think so he's much really just. I don't do. think they're trying to blow him up. I think they're gonna. The guy's trying to get as much money yeah, out of him as he can, right? Well, as quickly as he can before his 15 minutes are up. Yeah, this guy is not in it for the long run. He's at 14 minutes right now. Yeah, yeah like that's what I'm saying. He's he's already been but, arrested. Yeah, listen, I can't. He's gotten into numerous altercations. And he's going to get into it like he's going to have the, the fight, maybe. And this comedy thing will not last. I can't hate on him trying to do I'm not you know, hating what he on can him. do right I'm now saying, while, yeah, it's, get while it's hot. You know? While you can. It'll be interesting to see where it all goes. I don't know. Um, if they're smart, he'll win this fight with Rhett Lenny Dykstra. It's very if possible. If <laughs> No, but I'm saying because you know. Yeah. I'm sure Lenny Dykstra. Dykstra's getting a ton of money. Yeah, to, there should yeah. Be, this should be like a trilogy. Oh, you want a trilogy? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Canelo and Triple there, huh? G. Yeah. Canelo and Triple G. Oh, well, God. we're getting towards the... Holyfield uh, bow. We're getting, yeah. <laughs> we're getting towards the end here, I, I think, right? Yeah, yeah I think we got to wrap it up. It's been so a little while. So you guys... While. All right, so let's... Comedy Zest, what do you guys got going on? Like, you have you have shows... Charlotte's. You have Charlotte's, Charlotte's and Farmingdale. Speakeasy, September 17th. It's a. It's actually a collaborative. That's with, a Tuesday, with a, right? Yeah, it's a okay. collaborative with a city comic, and I brought some New York City creativity to the island. Uh, it's a group text show, so it's going to be a comedy show, and then behind it, I'm going to give the audience an iPad, and they're going to be able to put gifts on the screen. There's going to be a screen behind the comic, uh, or they're going to be able to throw little roasts, a little little comments. Yeah, it's and, a. Uh, it's an interactive cool. comedy show. That's, That's awesome. I'm no, drinking like the Kool Aid. I'm trying to be a no, little more I, I heard modern. That, I, that show was a lot of fun. Uh, I think Talali did it. Yeah. Now and, he's the host for the Farmingdale one, and it's it's it was supposedly it was a great show and it was a lot of fun. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Well, Talali's so a funny guy. We got a lot of Farmingdale people listening. Come out to Charlotte's. Uh, that'll be a fun show. September seventeenth. What time does it start? Tuesday, seven thirty. Seven thirty. Christian's on it. I'm on it. Got John Butera headlining. Nice. Business is business. You got you got you got McKenna and you got Rooney. Nice. So we got some killers. Rooney's headlining Rooney's this weekend. So we got some uh, killers good. on there. Nice. Dennis Rooney is hilarious. I'm glad to see him headlining. Uh, was he doing Governors this weekend? Right? Yeah. Uh, brokerage. brokerage. I think I'm gonna pop in on Friday and watch nice. that. Actually, yeah. Um. All right. Good stuff. What else? What What other? Any other? Christian, what do you got? Guys? Uh, follow my Instagram at Mingle with Christian. And, Mingle uh, with Christian. Yeah, I think my next. When is my next? Show? I think my next show might be Charlotte's. Yeah, I don't really, dude. With Labor Day and with, with Labor Day and everything. Yeah, my next show is like September seventeenth. I got some time. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah come to Charlotte. Charlotte's will be fun. So. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks follow Comedy Zest. Wait, you guys have an Instagram too, right? <coughs> comedy, yeah, it's Comedy Zest. No space. I'm Mike Nicolia Comedy. This was fun as fuck. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. I really hey, yeah. appreciate it. Guys, have, if you made it this far, 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. It was. We had a lot of fun. I, I enjoy talking about the comedy stuff. Yeah, it was fun. And, uh, yeah, until the next time, we're out. All right, guys. Thanks. All right, later.